Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. And right now we're joined in studio by Ben Hutchinson and Kirby Hallam. How are you guys going today? We're good, thank right, you. Thanks. Yeah, happy um, Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. Yeah, how's your time been here in Dunedin? Like you guys both ex alumni of Otago Uni being like enjoying your time exploring Dunedin again. Yeah, good to be home. The blossom on the trees at this time of year and these temperatures are a nice reminder of Dunedin's best bits. Yeah, definitely. It's like, like you said, when you jumped up here, it's like, oh, it's interesting being down <laughs> this end. Um, so you guys um, directed the, well, Ben being the director, you being the producer, Kirby, um, of The Pillbox. Um, for the people at home, what is the main synopsis of The Pillbox? Right, well, The Pillbox is basically born out of this whole idea that back in back around 1908 uh, there was some very relaxed um, drug laws in New Zealand and also at the time we're going through uh, a time of prohibition so many regions in New Zealand had sort of banned alcohol um, at the time so I came up with this concept that in one of these um, small towns there was this dodgy pharmacist that exists existed and decided to capitalize on the idea that hey Alcohol is no longer available, but there's some highly, highly addictive drugs um, that are around, and he's made a decision to use use these drugs um, to to fill that gap in the market that's now being created by no one being able to purchase booze anymore. Yeah, well, that's actually kind of interesting because, of course, it's not too far reflective <laughs> of the current state of w- the world in drugs and all that. But also, hearing that idea of the prohibition in New Zealand like I when I think of prohibition regarding alcohol I very much think of like America in the 1930s and stuff like that like not knowing that we also had that kind of similar history yeah that's correct so I guess not quite as widespread um, as it was in the states but yeah definitely there are a number of regions uh, around New Zealand where prohibition existed Uh, I think um, areas around Southland um, were pretty pretty staunch with it I think Otago as well, um, parts of um, like West, Al- and yeah, yeah, West, Auckland, West yeah. Auckland. So mm-hmm. some of them still have licensing trusts, which are kind of a the legacy. Of yeah, legacy of a um, prohibition districts. Yeah. yeah, damn. More you know about. It. Um, so how much time did it take to like research, like when you were writing all this, and like going in deep with the New Zealand history regarding like some of the drugs and all that? Yeah, uh, I've I've probably spent patches of just doing research here and there so it's been fairly you know intermittent but um a couple of the key key pieces of research or kind of books i've sort of referred to as uh, pleasures of the flesh by stephen aldred Gregg, which is sort of a cultural and um, history of new zealand and um this book called family herb doctor by james neal which was um, printed around that time which just listed like stacks and stacks of um home remedies um, for every type of ailment that one might have at the time and there's actually a recipe for this drug called chloridine in that book um, oh. which is basically everything <laughs> well, that um, this this play is about well yeah because I of course like I got um, a press junket regarding that and like hearing about chloridine I thought it was like oh a bit made up no. like hearing this no. like chloroforming cannabis mix with <laughs> what a, I was thinking like okay this is yeah, this is legit. <laughs> all right, it's yeah. quite a rocket fuel drug. Yeah, um, well, really. it's like it, there's all yeah all types of ingredients in it, um, but yeah, all highly addictive. So um, <laughs> cannabis, um, chloroform, and laudanum. Um, laudanum, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I think some <laughs> versions had cocaine in it. Yeah. Um, so that was like freely available over the counter at New Zealand pharmacies up until about 1922. I think even some grocery stores stocked <laughs> it as well. Uh, yeah, he's definitely like the real absurdity of like the past. Like I was talking to um, Alex Lodge about it and points where it's like going back seeing these stories and narratives but it's like even then it's like kind of absurd it's like mm. hearing all that but then again this was during a time of prohibition and it was they weren't really great it's like of course going cocaine that was in coca-cola as everyone knows mm. that's right yeah so i guess at the time there's maybe a bit a bit more or, or a little less or, or more limited knowledge i suppose mm. on the effects of these drugs, or just just what they what well, they do, or yeah, they were sort of um, build and very very big advertising behind them, mm. the big machine of advertising behind them. Build as a cure all, so yeah. you've got something wrong with your head, you've got something wrong with stomach. Take some chlor- chlorodine and yeah, just sleep it off. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the laudanum particularly um, has a. Um, ingredient in it that's sort of a sedative, so and chloroform as well. So <laughs> definitely, you didn't feel anything. Yeah. Um. And even then, just kind of looking to the current state of the drug culture with um, the testing, like the free testing, like amnesty testing more or less, um, becoming more of a legal gray area currently. Um, What else? Uh, I'm having a quick brain fart, but just even then, the whole concept around it, like, did you really look to it? And like, do you think, okay, there needs to be this is like a perfect time to write this play or like be involved with the play yeah definitely i think there's kind of a constant dialogue about um what we're doing around drugs and how we're you know legislating against drugs and um you know even in recent times there's um been a lot of talk particularly like um in areas like auckland where there's like alcohol shops you know pretty mm. much on every street corner and they've um, you know, targeted some of those lower lower socioeconomic areas for for where they you know put these um, shops to buy booze. So it's sort of a I think there's a constant kind of discourse around um, where and how we should be legislating against drugs, and it's sort of a constant evolving beast, really. Mm. And I think um, even now there's still some a lot of drugs out there that we kind of don't really know the full effects of what they do, and you know, new new drugs tend to keep coming on the market they might be legal for a while and then the government kind of catches up and I think I think that'll just kind of repeat through time really and it's really important that we use history to reflect on the present um, chances are as, as humans we've we've been there and done that with a lot of things and people get quite distanced from who we are and where we've come from and and if you can bring those stories to life in theatre it provides a really important lens I guess to reflect on what, what what's happening in our current yeah, and especially bring up the current day, like the parallels as well with, it's not necessarily here in New Zealand as predominantly as in America, but these big businesses pretty much running and pushing <laughs> these drugs. It just sounds like kind of similar to the time. But yeah, Chlorodine actually went through a lot of um, legal cases. They, oh. The original found, uh, developer of it actually um, came up with it as a, clor- as a cure to um, 
cholera. That's hence the name. Mm. And um, then when he came back to Britain, he realised there was money to be made with it. And he never patented it originally because when you patent something, mm. you have to give up the ingredient list. So there was a lot of copycats. And then in the US, I think, there was um, legal cases about who had ownership to the recipe. So all of that was exploding at the time. But that, as I was saying, that advertising machine behind it was really strong. But like today, there was a moral panic behind it. Even though it was readily available, it wasn't something that you were socially inclined to share your, um, your, the way you partook yeah. in it. And it was very addictive as well. So people often um, rang up big debts at pharmacies. It's a case in Dunedin, actually. Um, Barbara Brooks here from History has written about it, of a woman who ran up such huge debts um, with the pharmacist that her husband ended up. Uh, murdering her. So ask oh. Barbara more about that case. <laughs> and I guess at the time it was slightly more controlled in the way that where religion kind of, or, you know, there's sort of, particularly in Dunedin, big kind of Puritan yeah. um, culture here. So taking these drugs all the time was just sort of frowned upon. So it was sort of religion kind of kept the drug use down rather than yeah. it being a, a legal thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. So, when for the people at home, when is the play? Because is it this weekend or is it going beyond? So this, I'm going to talk now because it's <laughs> about the, the business side of things. Um, so we've actually got two days with actors, a dramaturg and a director, and they're going to pull the play apart into little pieces and put it back together. It's oh. very much playwright-centric, Kaupapa. This is about being the playwright and him taking the next step in the development journey towards yeah. mounting a piece like this. When you've got 13 characters and you're setting it in 1908, it's a it's a big um, scape to play with, so you know having that opportunity is really great. So we'll be doing that all weekend. Then on Sunday night we're going to do a public presentation, very casual reading um, at Petri Dish, Eight Stafford oh, yeah. Street. Yep, great location down there. Um, so we've got a student special as well. So that's ten dollars. And that's entry. Um, you get a, a, a glass of wine or beer or juice. We're yep. not encouraging <laughs> anything with that, but just come along and hear some great theatre and be part of the the journey for for this new 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 Zealand Amazing. play. So I just want to get this straight because hearing the thirteen people, it is like kind of a workshoppy yeah. dissec- dissection of the narrative. Yes, so the, they'll be dissecting it all weekend and then they'll read it through yeah. um, for an audience on Sunday night and there's an opportunity for the audience in the form of Q&A to feed back on some of the character journeys and how they see the dialogue working, are they laughing at the jokes. It is a comedy. We probably yeah. need to make that point quite clear. It's very serious. Yeah, no, there, there are heady points about drugs, but like, there's also <laughs> a lot to go into like yeah. with these concepts of addiction yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a fun Sunday night. So awesome, yeah. sweet! Thank you for coming in, talking to us here at Radio One. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. Yeah. This was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.